0: If you have your Bibles, open with me to the Acts chapter 2 and verse 2, if you would. Acts chapter 2 and verse 2. It said, And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. Notice what it says. There came from heaven a sound as of a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues, the Bible says, And divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested upon each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. Now this is a powerful, powerful fulfillment of God's great promises. This had been prophesied all through the Old Testament, especially in the book of Joel. It had been prophesied that God would begin to fill His people with what people had just sought for up until that time. So they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, Acts chapter 2, though, is in response to Acts chapter 1. In Acts chapter 1, God told them that they needed this power. And you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, what Jesus said. And you shall be witnesses. And so in Acts chapter 1, God told them to wait and to receive this power. Now, the word wait means to to, uh, emphatically go toward it. It doesn't mean you're sitting on a back pew wondering why you didn't get it. It means emphatically going toward it. So what, what happened in Acts chapter 1, God told them that they needed this fire. Now they know the, Acts, the book of Acts just followed Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. which Jesus lived before four people a supernatural life. Now God is a God of the natural. Not only is he the God of the supernatural, the laws that are here, the natural laws, they are put here by God. Uh, the law of gravity, all all that is established by God. He is the God of the natural laws. But He's not held in to natural laws. So He's the God of natural laws. He's also the God of the supernatural laws. Now, why Jesus lived a life When he was on earth, he lived a life that radiated from the supernatural laws of God. Now, he kept the laws of the Lord. I mean, he wasn't casting himself off of mountains. He wasn't throwing himself down as the devil tried to entice him to do. Because Jesus was the God of the natural law. But he was also God of the supernatural law. That means he was able to supersede the natural laws. So, therefore, when someone needed healing, Jesus could heal them. When he came to providing food, now that, he didn't do it every meal. I'm sure there were meals where he ate by the natural law. But there were times when he needed to, to bless 5,000 men, the Bible says, until he would feed them with a supernatural law. I tell you, one of the most important things is that we would learn to be led by the Holy Spirit, when to operate in the natural law, and then when God is calling us to a higher level. Now, some people think you operate in a supernatural law all the time. No, you don't. Most of the life you live, you live naturally. Amen. God tells you, you know, get up in the morning, you set that alarm clock like Lane failed to do last night. Now, she said, I cut it off. I don't believe that. But uh, <laughs> I'm messing myself up big time. But uh, <laughs> most of life we live, we live in accordance with natural law. But what we got to know, there are times in each of our lives where we need something more than natural. We need to be elevated to an area of supernatural, or we need to serve a God that's able to move into the supernatural level. And that's what Jesus was able to do. He was able to take one little sandwich, Dylan, and was able to feed 5,000. I mean, he could, he could uh, uh, walk on water if the need arose. Now, all the time he did, not he used the boat on most occasions. <laughs> but when there came a need for it, the need to go beyond the natural, he was able to move into the supernatural law. Amen. And when, what, I, what I felt led by the Lord today is just to come here and to stir up our hearts to believe God for more. There, there's more that God has for us. And then there's more. And God wants to use this season that we're in to carry us into a much deeper place with Him. Yeah. To where that... A lot of people like a uh, uh, landscape. such a marvelous testimony. Wasn't that a great testimony that Lance landscape? Give the Lord a hand. I appreciate His openness and His willingness to share it. But the truth of the matter is God did not mean this pandemic to be something that would back us up spiritually. And I was talking about that on the, on the drive-in service this morning. I said, here we go. A lot of you say that you don't receive the Holy Spirit or that you're embarrassed to receive the Holy Spirit because you're in church and around other people. Well, I say, now God's put you in a car all by yourself. What's the excuse now? <laughs> so, though the very thing that the pandemic has done, God can use it. Amen. Yes, yes. And so my goal, my challenge this morning, where there was in the car, what you hadn't been able to receive in church, you by yourself, nobody can see you, go ahead and receive it. <laughs> and to receive from the Holy Spirit. Because God wants this season to be a growing season. Because the devil has said, don't grow, we say grow. <laughs> And so we want to use this season to grow deeper in the things of the Lord. Now, Acts chapter 2 came in obedience to Acts chapter 1. Now, and it begins with this word. It begins with this this word where it said, and suddenly. It's amazing. This word word in the original Greek is like, take you by surprise. Lord want me to tell you, for people that will walk obedient, he's got some take-by-surprise moments He wants to bring into your life. God has some miraculous things that He wants to do, and, and God comes suddenly in response to obedience. Amen. Now, some people don't understand obedience. It, God expects me to operate and live by faith. God expects me to talk by faith. God expects me to share confession of my faith. God expects, But God also expects me to walk a walk of obedience to Him. So in Acts chapter one, God said, wait until you get this power and you need this power. Now wait means what I mean? I'm emphatically going toward it. God told me I needed it. So I don't question it. God told me I needed the power of the Holy Spirit in my life, so I'm gonna do what I can do to make sure that I get it. Amen. And because they had done that in Acts chapter 1, then all of a sudden Acts chapter 2 comes. (laughs) And then God had this emphatic way that He answers people that obey Him. In fact, the Bible said you can ask what you will, and it's given out to people that obey Him. That when you live in a life of obedience, there are just fringe benefits to obedience. Now that doesn't mean God doesn't love children who are disobedient. No, God loves everybody. And God will help you. But God has so much more. And that's why God sent me here to tell you, remember today? There's more for you. And so, how much more God will have to people that will begin to walk obedient. Use the strength of God. Use the grace of God. God doesn't expect you to do it by yourself, honey. But God will help you do it. God will empower you to do it. God will impress you to do it. God will convict you to do it God will strengthen you to do it but if you want to grow in the Lord you've got to walk into Acts chapter 1 which is obeying what the Lord's told me to do then as I obey it then I can expect some of these sudden moments that God has and suddenly there came from heaven and the Lord wanted you to know people that obey Him they get answers from heaven now the Lord didn't put this and so many times He did a miracle he didn't put where it came from. He didn't put the source. But what God wanted to know to people that will obey Him and go deeper with Him where He tells them and calls them to do it, then God wanted you to know the source of where He's going to bless you. Amen. And the source He said from heaven. There came Suddenly there came a sound from heaven. <laughs> and I want to tell you, there's, if there's ever a moment for an open heaven, this is the moment for that. Amen. Some of you are thinking the heavens are brass. I want you to know the heavens are not brass, honey. There is an openness with God now to help us and to be with us and to strengthen us and to miraculously deliver us and to be with you. There is an open heaven in all of our lives that's available. Amen. Because lives that walk obedient to the Lord, they have this sudden, and they see a sound from heaven. And it's then comes in result of that rushing mighty wind. Now, in symbols of the Holy Spirit, I've talked to you about several symbols that are really important. Because if I'm going to understand this powerful person of the Holy Spirit, if I'm going to have this one in my life, God uses things I can't understand to help me understand things I don't understand and especially he uses things I can't see to help me understand things I can't see the Lord is so wonderful of that and so what he's done here he has used he used a dove to help me to understand how, how kind how kind the Holy Spirit is how tender the Holy Spirit is I don't know you somebody said the Holy Spirit is mad at me but that's not my Holy Spirit I don't know that's probably unholy spirit you got because the Holy Spirit is always gentle and kind and And because of that, it's important that you seek Him. That's why it's important. If you you want to obey anything in the Bible, obey every condition about the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is never demanding. He's always requesting. He's always drawing. He's always wooing. He's always convicting. He's always helping. Somebody said, well, you know, he finally got my attention. He hit me with a big brick up the side of head. No, that wasn't the Holy Spirit. Uh, that was your wife. But the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is that part that will tap you on the shoulder and just let you know that things need to change because he's such a wonderful person. So he comes and one of his greatest symbols is, is the dove. Another one is the rain of the Holy Spirit and how powerful it is. Another one is the oil. How wonderful the oil is. The oil tells me God wants to put His hand in my life and into my life that feels so alone and feels so unmanageable at times. God says, I'll put my hand. You know, I used to do with kids like that. Some parents may still do it let me encourage you it can give them problems in their neck (laughs) but when my kids were small we had six of them and so when we went anywhere I always felt like I was John Wayne trying to herd this herd of cattle into wherever we was going and so I found it so much easier instead of just giving constant directions, I take my hand, and put it on their head, and I simply turn their head in the way I want them to go. Here you turn here and try to turn that turn that head that see in that way. But the Holy Spirit is is so wonderful and so rich. But then one other symbol I want to mention to you this morning is the symbol of the wind. He said, I come as a rushing mighty wind. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried to stop the wind. <laughs> Somebody said, I prayed and prayed about this thing, and it doesn't seem to be changing. Honey, you better get out of the way because there's fixing to be a wind. Yes. That's gonna come up any barrier you want to you can't stop the wind <laughs> but there's so much wonderful qualities in fact it's from a Hebrew word "ra." rah it has the wind sound it's rah <laughs> that's the way he said in Hebrew rah it's the sound of wind and and that's what's used all through the Old Testament the, the Ruah of God the mighty wind of God now Ruah has three major different meanings to it are really they're one and the same but they're three different English words it takes for me to understand what God is telling me that he's wanting to bring into my life. Through <laughs> Ah, It first means wind. And that means from the. From the gentlest part of the wind. Uh, that kind that you. Want to be sitting on that island. And laying in that hammock. And, and having Lane do this over you. With a big fan. And you the gentle wind don't you love the gentle wind in fact that's what the Holy Spirit says he is he's an encourager in your life oh he's a strengthener in your life (laughs) he's a helper in the midst of your life Mm -hmm. so you that get that picture you see yourself laying in that hammock on that wonderful island with all the palm trees spread around and, and see all the, the wife bringing you the tea or they're doing something. Or really, she's probably dumping you out and saying, make room for me. You know? <laughs> but uh, it's that picture of the gentle breeze of the Holy Spirit which you can't see but you certainly know the result of it. It's like, for example, when a job woman needs to say, Lord, I don't have peace over this situation. Can, can you give me peace? <laughs> and all of a sudden, there becomes this gentle wind. No, you can't see it. The Bible says you can't see where it's coming. can't see where it's going. It's such a mystery. <laughs> it's such a wonderful mystery. In fact, if, if we was to, you know, it's amazing now to watch the weather. And they try to describe to you the wind currents. All of a sudden, you got a smooth, gentle wind blowing over here, and you got a cross current coming across this of a mighty wind. Then you got the jet stream flowing in here. All of those various things, and all of those are various examples of this powerful wind that God has. Because not only is it a gentle wind, but it, it becomes a strong wind, or even a hurricane in Arkansas kind of wind. The kind of wind that blows. Th- garbage out of your yard. The the, the kind of wind that will blow things out that need to go. Some of you have got things that need to go and you don't know how to get them going. The Lord says, use the Holy Spirit in your life. Because it's this powerful current of God there's something about flowing in the Holy Spirit it's just like the jet stream Larry I you know I I fail to understand Uh, but I do know that as planes are able to take advantage of the jet stream man things get going really fast and some of you have just been in this battle so long you've been trying to do it on your own God said there is a jet stream of the Holy Spirit. There's a current of God. There's a, there's a current. There's a current of us So it carries me all the way, John. It carries me all the way from this little island scene of gentle cool breezes encouraging and strengthening my life all the way over here where where, Lord I need something mighty I I need something strong I need your help God (laughs) Holy Ghost to the rescue Holy Ghost to the rescue (laughs) I knew where the word Holy Ghost came from now, modern versions, NLT, New King James, it's always Holy Spirit. Uh, but King James is Holy Ghost. You know where the word Holy Ghost, you know why they called it Holy Ghost? Because as an old Anglo-Saxon word, which means gust. Because they recognize there's a gust of wind that comes with the Holy Spirit. And so it's Holy Gust or Holy Ghost is where that name came from that even in its name was presented the power stream and then there's that place that's in the middle with the Holy Spirit now over here is that gentle breeze island atmosphere God encouraging me strengthening me that's where I like to stay but I tell you the truth there's a lot of times I'm over here on this other side. Man, I need something strong, and I need something powerful, and I need something that's gonna move this junk out of my life. I need something to blow through wind. And then there's sometime I find myself in the middle, and that's just where the Bible says he's the helper. That's the place where wind turns the turbines, turns the windmills, and and, and what would take much, much effort in this place in the wind of the Holy Spirit at this place, it becomes much easier just to do life. I mean, just like life to be much easier and with Him. Praise God. Well, I tell you what, we have to talk about it later. But let me let me close with this. God told me to say this to you today if you're here if you're unsaved you need the Holy Spirit to draw you to convict you to convince you and then to redeem you and eventually be able to change you you hear what I'm telling you if you're here today and you're not sure if you're not absolutely sure that you're saved man this is the time not to play games with God And this is so important that the Holy Spirit can draw you, convict you. He'll convince you. And then He'll redeem you. And then He'll change you. Amen. The second thing He said, if if you're, if you have not received the baptism of the precious Holy Spirit you need to God told me that you need to <laughs> but I want you to know I, I feel like I'm sitting there in that seat and God saying you need to Jerry it's a wonderful thing about being used by the Lord you always feel like you're preaching to somebody else doesn't it <laughs> and most times it's us that God's preaching to but if you've not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit you need to God told me this. You need to pursue Him. You need to chase Him. You need to yearn for Him. You need to seek Him. You need to ask for Him. You need to move in every altar call about Him. You need to run with after Him. And God expects us to. God expects us to believe that He's that important. That we would do what it takes to run for what He's told us to do. Amen. If you don't speak in other tongues instead of making up my own religion then let's take out Acts chapter 2 let's take out Acts chapter 6 let's take out Acts chapter 10 <laughs> you know, that's the way we do it isn't it I mean we got our own religion well my Bible has and then we're able to quote the things that we believe that become convenient to us and that's our religion <laughs> but God dares you this morning he dares every one of us here he dares us to let him choose the religion that's already written out in the Bible. Let Him choose the points that are important to Him and then let those points become our points that are important to us. Praise God. So if you don't speak with tongues, guess what the Lord said? You need to. (laughs) You need to fill up with this new wine that fills you and gives you a supernatural language of the Spirit of God. (laughs) Which I have to say, every major figure in the Bible from Acts chapter 2 on, every major figure, every major character in the Bible that was used by God had this quality about themselves. They prayed in tongues. God wants to elevate. Do you know that? what the wonderful thing about it is? It's the first doorway. And that's not the only doorway. But it's the first doorway to the area of the supernatural. When you can yield yourself and allow the Holy Spirit to fill you to the point of Him giving you a supernatural language. It's like this, the Bible says this unruly evil, all of a sudden I yield it to God. And when I give this to God, is that man, all the other doorways, oh, it's nothing hard, God, come on in. It's like every other doorway becomes so much easier. What's that doorway is yielded to God? Hmm. Filled and you're not constantly filled. God said you need to be. If you don't pray for miracles, if you need to receive boldness to be able to do that, you need to. If you don't believe God for the miraculous, for the supernatural, (laughs) one of these days you're going to have five thousand show up (laughs) at your (laughs) luncheon. oh sure you can believe the Lord for you and this and that one he, God Jesus he believed the Lord to take care of his disciples that came that day where 5,000 showed up and they didn't have Lane to cook and so it was time for a miracle so the Lord said if you're not believing God for real miracles the Bible says it's time for you too praise God amen the Lord begin this whole series by saying this He wants to fill you up. They can lift you up. They can gift you up. They can use you up. (laughs) That's what he said. Well, that's what the Lord wants to do. Lord, I want to thank you for the precious power of the Holy Spirit. I want to thank you, Lord, that you said desire the Spirit. So, Lord, I hunger because you told me to do that. So Lord, we invite the Holy Spirit to come and to fill us up wherever there's a hole, wherever there's a vacancy, wherever there's a need, wherever there's a situation that I have not been able to rid from my life or able to do of an act of obedience. Lord ask you Precious Holy Spirit